And welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for the MLB main slate on July 17th. You can see we're bathed in sunlight here. We're feeling happy as always. We're here to tell you you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. Might as well be you. Pay attention to where there's positive expected value and your overall strategy combined with tactics. You can be the one making money on these games. As long as you're not just going out there spraying your money around randomly. So here's Av on the screen. <clears throat> Yesterday didn't go that great. I mean, I won a little bit of money in the early slate, but it was, eh, whatever, fine. And then by, yeah, um, obviously I get annoyed by something else by the end of the day every day. But in real life, like, I don't really want to use my luck up on Summer League, right? Like, I, I used up all my luck for basketball with Haywood Heisman. Winning all that money. So I can't really, I don't really care that I was a push for Summer League pretty much. A couple, you know, good runs here and there, but overall, meh. But like yesterday, I had an injury in every single lineup, and two of them still hit the second tier of cash. And it's like, yeah, I know what to, I know how to do math. I know how to plug in a player who played the whole game for the guy who got injured, and yeah. So that's painful. I'm not going to put those on the, the stream, though, because that's not what this is about. We're about framing that and recognizing Oh, gosh, for $5,000, I wanted to use up my luck. No, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with whoever. Like, all these players, yeah. They're, it's not going to take a big, you know, injury to get you done for the game. Am I mad at Vic Critchie for taking out, you know, not just getting taped up and coming back? No. Stay, like, ready to play basketball. This dude's making money playing basketball. Are you kidding me? Good for him. Uh, anyway, so I'm happy to make money doing this. And uh, the fact they allow gambling on Summer League is nice. Maybe put, like, 15 more minutes between the games. Let us get those uh, starting lineups. And they can vamp a little bit on the broadcast, too. Sell some more, you know, advertising books. Every, it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, but you can see the Sims, man. The Sims are good. And this is, I was just talking about a combination of strategy and tactics. This is an underfilled um, satellite and a lineup that sucked. I would have been down 40 cents just entering this in the GPP. But because I enter it in underfilled satellites as well, I cashed. And I, what is this lineup up? Ends up being up 15 bucks because I, I pay attention to the VIG, pay attention to where there was a positive um, expected value. So here's an example of things that I have not won, but had a positive expected value anyway. And I'm going to keep doing them every time I see them anywhere because you add up all these and, you know, you add up 50 cents enough, you wind up with a few bucks. And that's the plan. Put those few bucks to work on Thursday. You got another millionaire coming up. Ooh. I want a second tournament of champions ticket. I'm not happy with just one. Want to be able to be adventurous at the Tournament of Champions. Okay, so let's, speaking of adventurous, how was our last round of games? I told you guys, uh, yeah, so I have not done this analysis previously. Uh, how, how did things go? Pretty well? Actually, yeah, pretty well. Eflin did not do well, so maybe targeting Kansas City, we can downgrade that strategy a little bit. Seth Lugo did not pull it off. Eh. My heart wasn't in that pick. You can see I'm straddling the field, so maybe I should just make a stand if I'm, my heart isn't in a pick. Um, but yeah, click the leverage arms. We're fine. Bybee came through. Kikuchi, I guess, was a little bit of a dud. Arizona's been pretty solid recently. But yeah, Bradish smashed. Hope you played Bradish. Was he the best on the slate? He was. And when we go to, obviously, all five of our prize picks hit, that's what that was about. But I just want to make sure I'm right. But yesterday we did tell you to play Bradish, right? Uh, yep, Bradish, leverage arms right there at the front. Play Bradish. 
and then a bad call, and then a good call. So I'm just telling you the leverage arms, I think, are where our real uh, value is for you. So pay attention when I talk about that in just a few minutes. Uh, okay, so today's slate, we've got weather concerns. If, again, like you probably know, it's halfway through the season now, but if you don't have a chance to check the weather right before the slate, don't play the slate. Don't play massive amounts of lineups. Don't play, or at least if you are, don't play the games and weather concerns and make sure you're okay with that. Because one of those games today is in the small park, San Francisco and Cincinnati. So uh, decisions there, decisions to be made. That's like having weather in Colorado. There is no Colorado on the slate today, so that does not come up. I don't think. Let me scan. Having said that, up, 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 up. Yeah, nobody's playing Colorado. Okay, so let me keep looking. Oh, yeah, I have crossed off for now Cleveland and Pittsburgh based on this uh, summary. Because the summary is just like there's going to be probably multiple delays and multiple delays are not good for starting pitchers and really they're not good for getting the game in because like if the home team has an advantage and we're after five and a half innings they're going to call the game because they win right like if they're in that circumstance so i don't love games like that where you get like the opportunity to call a game at the convenience of the team that has the control of that um that, that may be winning so i'm not i don't like that very much um but yeah so we're slamming the studs for today's slate uh, we're slamming Gore, we're slamming Gilbert, we're slamming Sun. Oh, yeah. We're actually straddling on Sunny Gray. So we're slamming Gore and Gilbert. Um, and then leverage arms, what I told you to pay attention to for, for me for the slate, Canning, Grayson Rodriguez, and Luis Severino. Those are the guys I'm going nuts on. People, I mean, like, yeah, it's possible that the Angels beat the crap out of Seve. It's definitely possible. It's extremely possible. I mean, I would say... 70%. Does that sound about right? The, the chance they'd be. But the, if they don't beat the crap out of Seve, what's the other thing that could happen? He could get rolling. He could get six to eight Ks. He could give up one or two earned runs over six innings and get the quality start. That happens in the other 50, 60% of the games. So, I mean, I'm not going to take those 50. I don't really think he gets there and closes it out and gives it to the reliever and gets the win and all that against the Angels every time. But if we're talking six percent owned, yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the leverage there. Although now that I see it's six percent, I don't need to go five x the field to take a big big stand. Just take this nice more more tinier stand on semi. But I am you know like three x the field still a stand if that's ownership is correct. You know, please comment in the, the you know um, chat or whatever if that is wrong. If you see it differently on your optimizer or just think it's wrong, I might edit that to ten at least because I think it's gonna you know. I think he'll be more like, I mean, do people really that scared of Otani? Is that what it is? Or do we really just project him low? I I don't know. Obviously, the range of outcomes is low. I just think this, figuring out how on Sevi I am, is going to be an ongoing throughout the day process of figuring out what the weather is in LA and stuff. Because it's pretty hot too, but then, I don't know. Is that going to be more for Sevi throwing, throwing heaters? Or is that going to be more for the Angels whacking them out of there? Because it's not humid. What did they say about Angel Stadium? Was there any... Tiebreaker stuff? No, no tiebreaker stuff. Great. Okay, so let's see. I also have Manning and Luzardo, but they're not really, I wouldn't call them leverage because I'm telling you to straddle the field. I just, these these are defensive plays, right? When I'm straddling the field, that's not to win. That's to not lose. Because, uh, yeah, either one of those guys, we all know, Kansas City could, I mean, could smash. I mean, could get smashed, could smash. Either way, so they're, they're a GPP play, good to go against. Yesterday, they smashed us. Like I said, I might might not run that play today, but I don't know. I, I feel like running it again, so I'm going to run it again. Now that I have said this, though, Minnesota is at the bottom of our strikeout list right here. Kansas City is pretty close is what I was going to reference. 
But since Minnesota's right at the bottom and we've got Gilbert here, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna bump Gilbert up to best value of the slate level. And I'm gonna take make sure I'm heavy on him relative to people. So it I think it is right that more people will be on him because of this strikeout um situation. But I think that's right. I think the chances are that he just completely blanks Minnesota and gets, I don't know, seven strikeouts. What does it say over here? I guess I have that estimate. Six strikeouts two earned runs, six innings pitch. So they're expecting a quality start. Not true for any other... Okay, true for Griffin Canning, actually. Huh. Three earned runs, six innings. Not quite as many strikeouts, though. But anyway, yeah, he's got the most expected strikeouts on the slate. Anyway, yeah, I think I think you got to get to some Gilbert. I think you got to get to some Gore. Sonny Gray, I'm just not convinced of. I'm going to be targeting Seattle. Let's look at the team stacks for a second, give you guys a little bit of the rundown on that. Team stacks. This is why the small park is important. San Francisco is here, and Cincinnati is massively undervalued because this, the SF pitcher is okay. Logan Webb is okay. But, I mean, if the game plays and it looks like it's going to play, I'm going to have Cincinnati stacks. I'm going to have San Francisco stacks. But if it doesn't play, then it's really wide open, right? Like five, like Cleveland, Detroit, Boston, New York, Dodgers. These are all fine options. I mean, Baltimore is fine. I'm not going to set any, any bounds here. I might even play with some of these low, low-owned teams. Um, like Kansas City is here. Cincinnati, like low expected value. You know, I'm a, I'm Oakland fan in general, and I don't think Boston has a great pitcher on the mound today. I already checked it because I is right on the line of putting him in the player pool. Yep, it's Pavetta. And I just, because there's so many people on this, right? So this is the, the leverage arms consideration is whether or not to play Pavetta and Smiley today. And the reason I'm not going to is because they are facing bad teams. Washington and Oakland. Everybody knows they're facing bad teams. And as a result, the expected ownership, and I think it's right, is about 15 to 20%. And that's just above what I think their chance is that they smash, which is 5 to 15%. So, like, maybe I turn them back on and go, you know, now that I've said that, I'm just going to do a reasonable fade of them now that I've talked myself into it. I'm running 50 lineups today in $3 because I love it. I like that, that structure a lot, but just got to win one before I could, could start putting in 150 every day. So that's that's kind of a ladder situation for me. Uh, I think 50 covers enough situations where I can play more like my 150 distribution of pitchers. Uh, and anyway, that means I take these from a full fade to a light fade for Smiley and Pavetta. But again, these bottom four, I'm mostly like, these, these last two are a fade, a light fade. So Pavetta and Smiley are my fades of the day or whatever. But the Manny and Luzardo are just like straddles. There's no real position taken there. So, yeah, our leverage arms, Sevi, Canning, Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah, it's an easy, it's a fun slate today. I think these, let me make sure these add up 60, 70, 80, 90, 102, 112, 122. Not over constrained. 90, 120, 150, 180, 198, 228, 258. Plenty of options. Okay. You've given your, I've given my, my optimizer a range of things to look at there. I have still used up most of my luck with the, uh, yeah, with the hole in one, but always good to revisit the hole in one, the $100,000 to recognize that even though yesterday you didn't win the top prize in whatever competition you were doing, you're still very blessed and things are going very well for you in whatever way your luck goes across various, you know, venues, right? Like, I used up some of my luck this weekend on the hole in one. So yesterday I get all those, you know, injuries on the the uh, 
Summer League. But that's Summer League, and the hole-in-one lasts forever. So I'm happy with the overall trade. I'm trying to stay overall more rosy via this character. So I think with that, I, this prize picks board is not good enough yet. I don't have anything for you. I We hit yesterday all five picks, but if you make picks every day on a board like this, you're not going to hit five picks every day because these are pretty bad options. McClanahan under, maybe. I don't know if there's a pitch count or something. I, I don't really buy that either. So I, I'm not on really, like I got three of these that are fine, but I'm not even really, I don't like them that much. I'll let you know if something changes throughout the day with the prize picks. But otherwise, yeah, remember, you're good enough. Uh, you're strong enough. And gosh darn it, somebody's got to make that money.